What's up, y'all? This is Nick Luciano. And this is Blake Moore. And, and welcome, welcome to Tratter Talk. This is a podcast centered around the country lifestyle and how to be a positive influence. We're going to have some awesome guests on the show, share our stories, and cover uplifting topics to encourage y'all to conquer the day. Look out for new episodes every Wednesday on all podcast platforms and YouTube. And don't forget, smile every day and know your worth. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Tratter Talk, a podcast centered around the country lifestyle and how to be a positive influence. This podcast is brought to you by Ariat, innovative and award-winning performance products for all types of outdoor and work environments. Um, thank you, Paul, in the last episode for helping Blake out with uh, remembering that slogan. Ariat, <laughs> we love you. Um, this is a little bit different of an episode. It's just going to be me and Blake uh, kicking it today. Just answering some questions from y'all um, because these questions do spark some really good conversations. But before we do get in, into that, we want to thank uh, West Texas A&M University for having the Tratter House out to the university um, to basically see the whole campus. They gave us the tour of literally everything. It was pretty awesome, wasn't it, Blake? To be honest, dude, if I was to go to college, there's no reason I would not have thought of West Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. That school, like, oh, my God, everything about it was so awesome, dude. Like, yeah. just from as soon as we got there, the girls, big shout out to the girls if you're already listening to this. They brought us a basket of all kinds of shirts, and uh, they brought us a big old, like, they brought us hats and stuff, and they brought us a binder with all their names in it, their phone numbers, um, the scheduling that we had. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and all around, that was, like, the most smoothest trip that we've ever been on other than our flight got canceled and two of our vehicles broke down well then not two of them broke well, down. well one of them one of them broke down and then the other one was just terrible we went through space. three rental vehicles yeah the first one wasn't bad we could fit all the luggage mm -hmm. but then we went to we pulled into whiskey river um down in amarillo and because we thought it was it sounded like a cool little bar to visit yeah, we wanted to go play some pool, and we got there, and the Jeep died and didn't start again, and I'm doing everything in my mechanical mind to, like, get this Jeep to go again. I had no tools, so I have nothing to work with. I know. We were I was in YouTube. My phone's on 10%. Yeah, YouTube in it. I thought the security light would work. I mm -hmm. thought, like, maybe the security system yeah. kicked in with key or something. Then we switched to a smaller Jeep, and then that Jeep was didn't fit any of our luggage, let alone barely fit us. Then we switched to a Mustang. And that a was GT, a GT, a two door coupe. It was so bad. Convertible, <laughs> convertible, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. But that made for some funny content. If y'all uh, seen that content, the speed feeding video, um, you'll probably have seen that by the time this podcast comes out. But it was it actually worked out for the better. It really did. Um, Good prop. But yeah. And, and I didn't even know that. Um, speaking of college, I didn't know that West Texas A&M University like. I didn't know A&M had a West Texas branch. Oh, I didn't either because yeah. the whole time I thought we were going to Texas A&M, so I was really hyped. Mm -hmm. But then when I found out it was just an off branch, I was like, oh, gotcha. I did not know that. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, but the campus was still huge. It, oh, yeah, it was huge. It's like 7,000 students on campus and then another couple thousand remote. And I just want to say, if you guys are looking for a great agricultural education, I said that weird agricultural, agricultural education, um, and you want that small campus feel, West Texas is the place to be. And mm -hmm. 
their uh, their ag school just got um, a whole brand new building in 2019. So I don't know if you see my TikTok, but I show off some of the coolest features of it. Um, it just it looks like a place. I mean, because I went to college, it would be a place I would love to study at. Yeah, was, you know what I mean. And like for people like me, like I didn't I didn't go to college for one because I didn't feel like going, but two because I'm not a well at the time I wasn't a people person. <laughs> but man, that college, everyone was so nice and it was so small too. So like you knew everybody. So like that was, mm -hmm. it's like, it has that feel of a community college. Like, yeah. you know, all your friends from high school, mm -hmm. you know, like it has that feel to it. Yeah. And just to recap, <clears throat> we, we basically started off touring <clears throat> the, the science building. We saw the, um, the whole, uh, meat sciences facility, mm -hmm. how they really, they bring in a cow, they stun it. Um, and then how it becomes a steak. They have their own freaking um, shop, uh, their meat shop, meat shop there that you can buy jerky and, and steak from. Then they have an arena. They have a ranch horse team. They have an equestrian team that, by the way, just won nationals. Mm -hmm. So congrats, WT, on that. And um, what else did we see? We went to the feedlot where they do a lot of groundbreaking research. That blew my mind. Yeah, exactly. Some of the things we learned there was awesome. So. Um, again, thank you, WT. Huge shout out to you and the girls and the whole school for having us out. Um, it was just an awesome experience. So we're going to dive into today's episode and really just kind of get a little bit more personal and just, uh, you know, we, we have questions from our Instagram mm -hmm. and we kind of like, instead of keeping it super formal, it's just kind of a low key me and Blake, um, kind of episode. And, um, uh, I guess Blake, you can just take it away with the first question. Yeah. I do know that me and Nick, like, we do, like, these Instagram questions all the time. And it's because a lot of people just, like, want to know simple things about us. But, like, these are more of questions that you can't really answer on Instagram because it's kind of hard to, like, type it out. And, mm -hmm. or, like, you only have, have, like, 10 seconds to video on an Instagram story. So. Yeah, most of the ones that we do are, like, kind of funny. Yeah, responses. mine are the funny ones. Like, yeah. who's your biggest pet peeve? <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah. a picture of me. Yeah. But no, it's also, too, it's funny how, quick social media tip, tip those stories do so well. Mm -hmm. When you do those questions, people love to, to get to know us better, and they do really well. So, uh, like Blake said, this is just going to be questions that we can't necessarily answer in a Snapchat story or Instagram story. Yeah. So, so I guess we'll start off by uh, what has been the hardest thing about moving to Texas? Um. I guess mine was just <clears throat> not not knowing the area. Mm -hmm. I'm a big, like, if I don't know the area, I don't like going. If I don't know the friend group, I don't like going. Kind of like how parties were back in high school. Like, we'd have get-togethers. I'm like, okay, well, who's going? Yeah. You know, because if I don't know anyone, then I'm not going. Yeah. So, <clears throat> I think my biggest part was just adapting. I hate adapting. But, like, in this kind of business, you kind of have to. And mm -hmm. I've learned, you know, how to do with it, deal with it well, like, going on trips, you know, you're always exploring. So like now I'm always down, down for it. But before, mm. yeah, I don't know. I think it was more of like leaving my family mm. and leaving like the ranch, my, my horses and stuff, of course. But that was probably my biggest thing. What was yours? No, I mean, I've already been in Texas for seven years, but like, and this is what I tell people a lot. It, it sucks at first, but anything worthwhile is going to suck. Mm -hmm. It's just like working working out. It's a muscle. When I first moved here, I didn't know anybody. 
I got an apartment by myself in Denton, Texas, and I went to University of North Texas. For a whole solid year, I didn't I didn't establish a good friend group for like a whole year. I was by myself, like literally by myself for a whole year in an apartment. And I had been living um prior to that, I'd been living in a dorm. So I had people around, really, but I was never truly alone. Mm-hmm. And really showed me how much you really need to depend on yourself. Like nobody in this life is going to hand you anything. Everything that you want or, you know, strive. If you have goals, you have to depend on yourself. Like obviously there's team members and people that help you get there. But in the end, like when you move somewhere where nobody knows your name, it all depends on you. I had to handle my own diet. I had never, I, I was just eating freaking cafeteria food before that. Mm-hmm. And then I had to get on a regiment plan. I had to force myself to study. It was just insane. So just living on my own and f- like living with myself for once, because it's so weird. You're forced to like think your own thoughts. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. You, you Nobody's around. So you're just like in this apartment for a year and you're just like, wow. And I learned to love myself. I learned to like, you know, love editing videos more. I learned what kind of bed sheets I like. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just weird stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and that was the toughest thing because it it was really lonely at first. But I think that was probably the biggest thing I learned. But coming to the Trader House, I'm also learning too how to just fulfill a more of a leadership role. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <clears throat> um, those questions uh, kind of goes with living in Texas. Uh, how did all y'all? How did all y'all decide to move to Texas and not a different state? <clears throat> you might as well take off on that one. Yeah, well, we decided to move to Texas one for tax purposes. That was like the biz, the business move because we knew that this is going to be a business, and in actuality, Texas is great for for tax purposes, zero income tax. Um, and two, Fort Worth is a lot of a lot of rodeos go on a lot of photo shoot opportunities it's just kind of a content influencer hub mm-hmm. so that's where we wanted to be but we also travel a whole lot like these next two weeks we're not going to be in texas almost all. three weeks we're not going to be home yeah or here in the yeah so it's going to be it's going to be pretty pretty busy but that's mainly why we chose texas so and it's just cowboy as mm. as flip like it's yeah. just like I don't know. There's so many. There's so many like, like <clears throat> I never got to learn like much about cattle and stuff because my family we sold out like whenever I was like six. So I never had the opportunity to be like that farm boy or whatever mm-hmm. and that like, cowboy I guess as like my my dad and my grandpa was. But like <clears throat> in Texas, you got like all those opportunities to like go out on these ranches and like even for us like working for free. But like, well, me anyway. Mm-hmm. I offer like to go out there, have my my hand experience for free if I can shoot some content out there. You yeah, know, make us some good stuff. So mm-hmm. I, that's been like the blessing of living in Texas as well for me. Yeah, like, there's always work to be done here. I think coming from the East Coast and even Illinois, um, there's not too many big operations. I'd say there's bigger operations here and in the Midwest than there are on the East Coast. So, uh, or or Illinois. You know what I mean? As far as like ranch hand opportunities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I wouldn't say. Not farming operations, but. I mean, yeah, like cattle drive everywhere. or cattle operation. 
Oh my gosh, <laughs> cattle operations. Yeah, I don't think there's there's not that too big of stuff going on. At yeah, like and this just the lifestyle here of what we're learning and portraying is a lot more accessible. Mm-hmm. So, and a big one too is weather. Yeah, because <laughs> I've been talking to my family and everybody else, and they're like, "Dude, what? How is it? Eighty degrees there?" And it's been yeah, it's it been was ninety seven nice. yesterday. Yeah, it's been it's nice. So nice. And everybody's like, oh, "I just got back from the Poconos and it was 50, 40. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, "That sucks for you." Uh-huh. Well, Texas doesn't even have seasons. It seems like it's either hot or it's cold. Yeah, there's no fall or spring. It's a very quick turnaround time. It's like it's one like day, Texas is just really windy in mm-hmm. the fall or the spring. Oh, and that's what we learned about West Texas. Windy, wow. windy, allergies, and stormy. Yeah, I had to wear glasses all the time because my contacts were being messed up by that wind and getting all the dust in there. Yeah. But yeah, Texas has a lot of different like subregions. I like North Texas because you get more of the seasons. You get some cold. You get a little bit of snow. It's ice. got a lot more color to it. It does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, got, that was your first time experiencing West Texas. I mean, I drove through like that way whenever I went to Odessa <clears throat> for work. But like, as soon as we were about to land, because I fell asleep on the plane. So as soon as we came down below the clouds, I saw the ground and I was like, where's the grass? Like, why isn't it green yet? Like, it's literally like May. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's very dry over there, too. But yeah, that's why more North Texas is kind of have more like horse central areas. It's mm-hmm. just very green. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, another question we got. Tips on being successful. Yeah, I can go on and on about that. <clears throat> yeah. I guess from what I, I've learned, um, I don't know. More so, it's going to be your mental health being successful. Because obviously, if you're in a foggy state of mind, then you're not really going to try and do that well. And on top of that, I think the people that surround you really kind of help you. Because, I mean, like, there's times where, like, <clears throat> me and Nick, we'll... Uh, I don't know what the right what the right word to say is. Um, I I wouldn't say like a reality check, mm-hmm. I guess, because like I'm so used to being on my own time and being like so I I've been my own business for however long on TikTok and Instagram. I've done my own thing, whatever. Mm-hmm. And the one thing I've really had to learn is like teamwork because I've always been a loner. I've always done things by myself. I just, I just do it that way. Yeah, and that's also why I f- flop with relationships because like I'm like all about <laughs> myself sometimes. I just don't worry about the other person and then she gets mad. But yeah. anyway, aside of that being successful, um, I've had to learn to like just work with teams mm-hmm. because like Nick will say, "Be downstairs for a meeting at 10. and I'm like, "Well, I wouldn't have made that meeting for ten, you know? Like I would have done it." You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, they, I'm asking them. You get, you guys know what I mean? Yeah. Because Nick obviously knows. But yeah, that's the one thing I had to learn was just trying to like be a team player because that's the hardest thing going into a business with your friends because obviously they say not to go into business with your friends mm-hmm. or a relationship because most of the time it flunks and fails. Flunks and fails. So yeah, I I've I'm still learning teamwork too. Like there's times where. I think in a team aspect, you have to put on business face versus friend face. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's be times where I don't want to hurt y'all's feelings, but like this morning, I didn't care. I was like, get up. 
You yeah, know? that's fine. Dude, yeah. like literally last night, I literally was falling asleep watching Ozark, and I slept in the chair. <laughs> I, I opened the door. I was going <laughs> to walk to your bedroom, and I just saw the sheets move in the corner. It scared me, and I heard, Arr. Yeah, like, I was. Heck? I didn't have my phone, or my alarm wasn't set. Anything like I would have slept in so hard because I didn't sleep. Mm-hmm. Cause I was sleeping in that freaking chair. But yeah, my yeah. neck's hurting today from that thing. I slept like a freaking mm-hmm. crouton. <laughs> yeah, and I I would say another tip to being successful is just really like, especially now that we're gonna talk about teamwork, being more like empathetic, which basically it means like putting putting the, putting yourself in their shoes mm-hmm. instead of asking like instead of pointing fingers and saying like why didn't you do this just be like how can i help you do this like what's what's going on is there anything else i can help you with to to make sure that this is operating better like sometimes like even with you and just being a team player with Kaden with Roy with Bo like i could tell something's going on and like is there something you need to talk about? You know what I mean? Is there something you need to get off your chest? That way we can, like, you know, go forward with things. Mm-hmm. So I think not being too straightforward, but sometimes taking a step back and be like, all right, how can I help you to help me? Yeah. You know what I mean? <clears throat> yeah, that goes everything with the whole having a positive mindset. Because mm-hmm. if your mental health ain't in check, and that doesn't even go for a business. That goes for sports. That goes for, like, your personal job that goes for like family mm-hmm. dude being being successful in any category if you are if your m- mental health is not a hundred percent you're gonna fail every time yeah. especially in your spiritual life oh yeah dude that's the number one thing i had to learn was being successful is like just trusting god and letting him take take hold of me and like if if he wants me to be successful in a certain category he's gonna lay it out He's gonna send me through some rough trials, but yeah, I think it's shoots us too. It's also like taking a step back and looking at your life, like really asking God, "What are you putting me through?" Mm -hmm. And saying, "Hey, like, because you go through that a lot. You ask, am I in the right position?'" And that's not only you reflecting on your own, you know, state, but it's also Him testing you. Oh yeah. So Mm -hmm. I think. That's huge, and we, we we are really big advocates for mental health because, too, in a business aspect, you don't want to burn yourself out. We learn that. Real quick. Yeah, and sometimes it's a continual learning process. We still burn ourselves out sometimes, but then mm-hmm. I, yesterday was great, hanging out by the pool, like taking those freaking, like having just a brain break is so nice. Mm-hmm. People don't realize that. And that's what... Me and Roy had to remind Nick a lot because Nick is work, 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 work. And me and Roy are sitting on the sidelines like, bro, you are burning us out. And he's like, I don't care. In a business, you have to be either 100% in or you're out. <laughs> and that's whenever he's like running 100 mile an hour. But then he realizes like, okay, a pool day would be actually kind of nice to rest yeah. my brain. Yeah, yeah, like yesterday, I wanted to do a photo shoot. But then when I got home and y'all were like chilling by the pool, I was like, that sounds nice. I had no idea you wanted to do a photo shoot. Yeah, there's a waterfall close by that we wanted to go to. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, but we can go there another time. I, I want to start off with this. Do you think we'd be better off without social media? <clears throat> Personally, um, from like a relationship point of view, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Because I have not had a girlfriend since 
I've done social media. I've tried, and it's flunked every time because it's like a jealousy thing. Yeah, I think, and yeah, I would say girlfriends would are not if like, if you're wanting to have like a a family. I don't know. I say I say that, but then again, it's like God's gonna throw a woman in your life that's gonna understand your job. So I can't really say that, but I don't know. I think no, it rides a, a fine line. Relationships nowadays really ride a fine line of testing whether someone's jealous or not. Yeah, and it puts a lot more temptation into a relationship than people think. Mm-hmm. Because that's the one thing too. Like. At least in relationships, my mentality is there's always going to be someone out there better looking, like, you know, bigger muscles, whatever it is, prettier hair, better at makeup, you know, things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And back in the day, they didn't have the opportunity to just slide in your DMs. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's so it's put a lot more temptation that was never there before. And I think it's really hindered a lot of relationships because it forces people to hide things and everybody has a mentality of like have your cake and eat it too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You can't be in a relationship and then flirting with somebody in your DMs. Now yeah. I've seen that way too many times and it's ruined relationships and I just think if that portion wasn't there healthy like i think the divorce rate would go down maybe not too much but like a lot more i think it's just so much more temptation even snapchat i know couples that would have to delete snapchat Mm -hmm. you know and it's not to say that it just adds a different aspect of like being able to hide stuff and i think it's so unhealthy yeah i see why the mennonites are so successful (laughs) (laughs) and the amish (laughs) they're not they ain't about no phones I know. I mean, phones in general, like, I mean, I remember one time I gave up social media for Lent. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was great. It was nice. You actually have to force yourself to look, like, deeper at your relationships. I think from a business standpoint, obviously, we wouldn't be successful with a biz- without social media as a business. Yeah. But personally, I think everybody would know how to communicate a little bit better. They wouldn't have the opportunity to look down at the device in their pocket when they have an uncomfortable conversation. I think it would just give us more of an opportunity as humans to interact a little bit better. So I just challenge y'all, just challenge y'all for for a minute at dinner, put your phones down, you know, in, in business meetings, in class, put your phone down and see how much you really take away, see how much the relationships grow and see how much you take away. Because that was huge. I, I was actually at a Young Life conference one time when I was a Young Life leader. And we were talking about intentionality and also being intentional with God, right? Like being mm-hmm. intentional with your prayers and things like that. Yeah. But the biggest thing, we started talking about phones. He said, put your phone down. Don't like, because a lot of people that take pictures of the Bible, like my quiet time, blah, blah, blah. And somehow that got brought up. But like when you're in the classroom, Force yourself to pay attention. Strictly, just 100% focus the whole time. Write every note as if a phone wasn't even in the room. And it makes your homework 10 times easier. You know what I mean? If you were in, in like, a shop class, when I know it's hands-on, 
But if you didn't watch the guy do it before, like as simple as building a birdhouse, for example, if you mm-hmm. didn't watch him build a birdhouse and then you turn loose to build it, you can't like go back and look at that. Yeah, absolutely. So it's <clears throat> just being intentional. That's all I would say. I kind of rambled there. But yeah, that's, that's what I think without social media. Um, Next question. Do you tend to trust people? Do I tend to trust them? Mm-hmm. Like, first time meeting them, do I automatically trust them? No, like, are you a trusting person? Like, do you give, do you think, you can, do you think you have a good sense of if you could trust someone? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm a very big, <clears throat> like, a uh, people watcher. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, it it it, ta- it takes a bit for me, but but I've noticed too that like a person can, a person can look like they're so trustworthy, and then just a few months later they hide that and they come out and then they you just can't trust them anymore. They go out and run their mouth, say the things that they shouldn't say about you and or about any of your business or whatever. Man, I don't know. It just it takes a while for me to really, I guess. I guess there's certain level there are certain levels of trust mm-hmm. that I can have with somebody. Yeah. Because obviously, like whenever me and you went into this, I didn't really I mean, well, I basically hand you everything. Mm-hmm. I did. I mean, I handed you my my business, everything. I could have uh well, backstory so you guys understand. Nick, um, when he met me on social media when Tratters blew up, he offered to host my merchandise on his website and because i didn't have a website he was going to help split the profits with me or whatever so i could have just let nick like i could have just not trusted him or no i could have just trusted him and he could have just took all the money for himself but i trusted nick as a person because mm-hmm. i just had this this feeling about nick he's a very trust trustworthy person that i just let him run with it mm-hmm. but other than that dude i don't know man it's, it's a tough one it, it depends i'm very I keep my circle really small, mm-hmm. I guess, with the people I trust. So I think that, okay. like, no, there are certain levels of trust, especially going back with you. You can see somebody's heart pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Like with you, with Luciano, you want to do a hoodie giveaway. Three hoodies. Yeah. People. <laughs> with my own money. With your own money. And <laughs> I was like, man, this guy's got a good heart. Yeah. And that's something like you don't come across every day. For example, when we met... uh uh, the group of friends for dinner the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, that girl wanted to buy the handicapped guys dinner. Yep. That's somebody's heart right there. Mm-hmm. And I just met the girl and that broke a barrier in my sort of self being, if that makes oh, any I totally, sense. I totally get yeah. exactly what you're saying. Yeah. You can see somebody's heart with other people and, um, but there is that fine line too. Like I'm a Scorpio. If you break my trust, though, you're done. Like, yeah, it, it depends on like the level of it. But you know, I'm I can write people off like pretty easily if they. It, it has to be a big level of trust break. It's not something like oh you're going to like if you hung out with a friend group and like didn't tell me about it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. I'll talk about the problems, but it's it, just with anything. There's a fine line. Yeah, I'm a big chance giver. I give mm-hmm. I give a person like one chance, <clears throat> and if you really screw up, I just couldn't care less to mm-hmm. really give you another chance. You know, you have to, you're gonna have to earn that back, and it's gonna take a lot. Yeah, yeah. I'm just really big with friendships and relationships, whatever. Just talking it out, 
Mm -hmm. If you can't duke it out with me with words, man, I don't really see a chance in our... Because a lot of people don't realize, too, friendship, relationships are relationships, too. Like, they take work. You know what I mean? Yeah, I would hate if you were my girlfriend. <laughs> Nick's a handful, bro. I Well, I overthink a lot. You know that. Typical female. Well, no, <laughs> typical engineer. Yeah. Because that's the thing, too. But I need to duke it out. I'll ask you the same question six times. You'll give me six different responses, and it'll be, I'll process. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. You, sometimes you get to put it to me in Koreans. Oh, I definitely do. That's yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. I usually it's the other way around. Yeah, I'm usually the one getting put in cram mode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, this question says, "What made you want to create the Tratter House?" <clears throat> so this actually became a really big issue in January whenever we decided to move to Texas and create the Tratter House. Oh my gosh! So this is what really happened. Um, whenever Tratter Gang was a thing, uh, me and the guys really just kind of wanted to. Just have a content house of us dudes. Mm-hmm. That's all we wanted. And there's content houses all around that it's literally just roommates is all it is. And you're making content together. That's literally what a content house is. And uh, <clears throat> me and Nick just wanted to take the business like a further route. And we kind of wanted to be like the first like country influencers to really like start their own major brand, I guess, as influencers from a, an app. And at first it started with wanting us to have creators kind of come out with us. But now it's more molded into like, it's just Trader House is just like the people. Mm-hmm. It don't matter where you're at. And the Trader House is literally our our home base. That's just where we live, really. Mm-hmm. Honestly, we'll have people come out and hang out with us and stuff. But it ain't no different than like if I had Shaquille O'Neal come to my dad's house in Illinois. Like it's a place for him to stay. Mm-hmm. You know, this is our company place. So. I don't know. Yep. What do you think, Nick? What do you got? What really forced, not forced us, but we really wanted to make the Tratter House to have, one, a place to stay, but two, really to take this thing to the next level. Because that's what I tell y'all all all the time. And this is straight business talk right here. You look at any, any other big brand, or especially people that come from social media, they join forces. There's power in numbers. We joined forces as Tratter Gang, and we seen the influence. But we were only together a handful Three of times. Three months, four months. Yeah, but we were only together a handful of time. You know what I mean? Oh, Just yeah, for yeah. the weekend. Yeah. So that's why we came together. We we're like, we need to do this. If we want to blow this thing out of the water or take it to the next level, because in our heads we're still trying to do the next thing to blow it out of the water, we need to come together and like live together. So that's where Tratter House started. And that's where um, just behind the scenes, Zach and Gatlin just had different priorities. And me and Blake were like, we've come too far to end this thing. So we got a sponsor on board. It took three months to get it rolling. But come February 15th, we made our first video in the house. And then the same day we made a video, this whole Western drama happened. And... It just kind of went from there. So, yeah. Yep. People who didn't know who Trotter House was knew exactly who we were as soon as we moved in. <laughs> yeah. Matty, well, all the Cowboys were mad about that. Yeah. But they just don't realize that we took the word just like um, um, 
we took the word tratter and we turned it into a lifestyle. We turned it into a meaningful, positive lifestyle. Our content isn't always country. That's okay. Not everybody's country 24-7. Everybody goes out to bougie dinners and listens to rap music. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's a lifestyle just being positive and making funny videos, making people smile, uplifting people's spirits, and going out and meeting the people. Like We did a Q&A at West Texas, and that was so cool because a lot of people had questions that we got to answer in person, and we talked about our faith a little bit too. Mm -hmm. So not only are we ag advocates, but we love to just make people smile. And we've transformed, I think, this word tratter into a whole different meaning, even though we do live in the suburbs. <laughs> yeah, that's about to change, though, hopefully, come June. No, and that's what, like, the people who really, truly do listen to this podcast <clears throat> and get to this point know that it's only going to get better. Oh, yeah. You look at all the other bigger names in the space, they've had 10 plus years. And we've been put on a, an app that scales things way faster than any other social media has before. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of put us in a position where sometimes we feel like we're playing catch up. But I promise y'all, you you just wait. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. On along the lines of bullying, do you think bullies see themselves as bullies? Not at first, they don't. Mm -hmm. They don't. Uh, I know, like, back in the day, whenever I was a, I was a bully mm -hmm. back in grade school, at first, like, I didn't see it. Like, I, I just thought of it as, like, yeah, like, we go to school together. Like, yeah, let's, like, punk around on each other. Kind of like what we do in the house. You know, like we're just always, you know, jerk, like, joking around with each other and stuff. <clears throat> and at first, like, that's how a guy would take it. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm messing around with this guy. Like, that's all it is. But in all reality, the guy that you're messing with is either going to accept it and give it back or accept it in silence. Mm -hmm. And normally the ones that are accepted in silence are the ones that are like, okay, this guy is a bully he doesn't like me. I'm doing something wrong. And then that's whenever depression and anxiety strikes on that person, the one that's getting bullied. But I don't even know. So everyone's got a different wake-up call, you know, honestly. But um, what was the – can you reread the – It was do you think bullies see themselves as bullies? Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't think um, a lot of people see themselves as bullies because you don't see where a lot of people come from whenever you're – talking to him and stuff. Mm -hmm. You never really see what nerves you hit mm -hmm. either. And I think I was a bully in middle school because I did it because I didn't see myself as a bully, but I did it because it's, other people thought it was funny. That's another thing mm -hmm. too. Like I was a class clown. Yeah. Me, me and my buddy Dylan and a couple of other kids, we were literally like the biggest class clowns and mm -hmm. everyone was laughing at everything we did and we kind of like added them into our little skits sometimes, you know, mm -hmm. people thought it was funny. So that's the only reason. Yeah, I agree hundred percent. There's just different circumstances that people get put into. Yeah. But it's the wake up call when you go too far. It's not funny anymore. Mm -hmm. And I just, man, I just hate bullying now. I can't stand it. Yeah. I'm so against it. Now. It's so if my son even thinks about it, he's done for. Yeah, in today's world, it's given everybody a chance to be one, on even online. It's oh, yeah. It's sad because back in grade school days, we didn't have social media like we do now. Mm -hmm. Because if you bullied somebody in the classroom, they could see it in the light it was meant to be seen at, like either as a joke or too far. Yeah. 
And you could tell, you could read the room if the joke was too far. Oh, yeah. if, it, if it wasn't. Now it's just text on the screen and you get, nobody says anything to you. Yeah, and then you also have fake accounts. So you don't even know who the person is saying this stuff. Yeah, so... But I think to answer the question, nowadays, I definitely think bullies don't see themselves as bullies. They just think they're better than everybody. And they have nobody to hold them accountable for. <clears throat> Back in the day, because I think we're a little older. When I hear bully, I think of, okay, I made fun of somebody, and now I'm sitting in the principal's office. Because mm -hmm. the principal is there to keep you accountable. Now nobody's there. <laughs> yeah, literally, other than TikTok banning you well, yeah. for commenting. That's literally all you have. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, no... Uh, I don't think people on social media see themselves as bullies because I think they think that they're like way more righteous than somebody. And if they see someone having a certain opinion on how to do something, it's an automatic no mm -hmm. for them. And that is not how it should be. Yeah. I just think we need to really, what it boils down to is just having con better conversations, being more intentional with your conversations and digging deeper into to why people think the way they do rather than just being so hard headed. Um, but yeah, and I got, I have one more question. Um, and I think this would be a good ending question because it's kind of, kind of self-reflecting. Um, so Blake, if I asked you, who are you? How would you answer? Oh, that's really good, bro. Oh man. <clears throat> well, <clears throat> I am Blake Moore because I am a loving, caring um, person that honestly looks out for a lot of lot of people on the sidelines. Uh, I, I like to observe and watch people first before I interact with them so that I have a better understanding of like how to play the game, I guess, or how to interact with somebody. Uh I'd say I am a very hard worker whenever my, my mind is set on one track only because I do not work work well whenever there's multiple roads to be go to be ran down. I don't work well that way. I am a one lane dude and I'm gonna if you send me on a mission, I'm doing that one mission first. And then I'll do another mission. And I cannot do I cannot multitask. Can't tell you how many times something goes wrong at the back home, like at the ranch. I'll be going to Tractor Supply and Rule King and all these other freaking places trying to round up, trying to get all these other things done in one day. And then I always forget something. I always screw something up. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I'm uh, I'm actually very organized <laughs> whenever I'm at home. Mm -hmm. But here it's like people have different uh, opinions on what organized is. And for example, Nick has this Google Calendar, and I don't think that that's organized for me. Just for my eyesight, I don't think it's organized because there's too much stuff on it. It's all color coded. I just don't do good with that. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not a very good like scheduler. No, uh, what? Do you, whatever that is is not the way I would schedule things. It I just has to look better to you. It has to look more like. No, I think mine's more laid back. That is just too much. And then my mind throws everything through a loop. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm just really laid back. That's <laughs> my thing. I'm just, I'm so laid back, but one lane at a time guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So Blake Moore is loving, caring, and a one lane kind of dude. 
Yep, that'll sum it up right there. there One lane go. at a time kind of dude. One lane at a time. Yep. It's kind of like... I love Jesus, and I love my mama. I think we should come out with new shirts that says, just what you said in the other podcast, all I care about is Jesus and my buds. Mm-hmm. And my mama. <laughs> yep. If I were to answer that question, somebody asked me who asked me the question. Nick Luciano, who are you? So, my name is Nick Luciano. I'm 25 years old, and at my core, I just want to help people, um, whether it's in the classroom, whether it's business-wise. I've always strived just to to be a light in somebody's life. The whole reason I feel like my existence even matters is to help people, whether it's social media or not. I'm a little bit of a nerd. I'm a little bit of an overthinker. I like to dress well, specifically Ariat, hashtag plug. And I don't know. I just love being better, whether it's in the gym or mentally with relationships. My whole goal in this life is just to be the best version of myself I can be. You strive for excellence. I strive for excellence. And at the root of that is helping people. It's just like what Roy tells us. If you help enough people get what they want, you'll get what you want. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean that in a selfish light at all. It just means if you help enough people, you're going to help you. They're going to help you. You know what I mean? You can't do this life alone as much as you have to rely on yourself. Like I said earlier, you do need help. You can only take yourself so far. Everybody needs a vehicle to, to go someplace. Everybody needs somebody else to get to a goal, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know if that made any sense, but no, it has a lot to do with God's blessings too. And in, in certain times, like, mm-hmm. it, like you said, like <clears throat> the more people you help out, the better of a return you'll have. But I think also a part of that is like, the more you shine God's light through yourself, the better off you're gonna have with blessings. Mm-hmm. And like, people think that is, is a negative way all the time but like it's it literally says like let your light shine and like my my favorite verse is matthew 5 13 mm-hmm. and i live by that verse literally all the time and it's literally you are the salt of the earth and a light to the world dude you give a little bit of that 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 salt off yourself and you let your light shine on top of that mountaintop the whole town to see yourself mm-hmm. I i just i live by that every day yeah, and it's so, it's so tough sometimes because you get, you get caught up in what's you're going on, with personally, and I had a conversation the other day, just helping somebody can go such a long way, mm-hmm. whether it's we had this conversation the other day, whether it's just picking them up from the airport, mm-hmm. or just helping them with responding to a DM or anything simple. You don't see the repercussions of just being helpful and kind. So, um, and that's all this podcast really is. It's it's podcast centered around positivity and how to be a positive influence. And I can't tell you how much it means that we're actually able to do that. Yeah, and man, that's God's blessing, is what all it is. Because we've decided to use our platforms for that. Mm-hmm. Like that girl at the meet and greet where she didn't even have social media. Yeah. 
that was insane to me. She mm-hmm. didn't even have social media. And it was because of her brother. And she came for her brother because something really, I'm not going to say what happened, but something really traumatic happened. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I just wanted to come here to meet y'all to tell you this. That to me is like, that's all him. Yeah. And she didn't even ask for a picture or nothing, but we all, we honestly got one with her. We, we were like, there's no way we're not going to get a picture with you. So, yeah. But she didn't even come for that. She literally came for a message. She yeah. waited in that line for a message. Yeah. That was it. And that, that is crazy. That's one of the most humbling things mm-hmm. ever. And we've also heard other stories too, but like they're very personal, but just the things that people have gone through and have our light be, you know, something that those people can use is, is huge. Absolutely. I think at at our core, that's why me and you have, have come together to really do this. Mm -hmm. And we're trying our, our, we're trying damn hard. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but I think we'll end it there. You think that's a good? Yeah, that was really point? good. Yeah. Um, but thank you all for watching. Uh, this has been episode thirteen or fourteen. No, this is thirteen. Episode thirteen. <laughs> I lost track. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> episode thirteen of Tratter Talk in this studio since February. And if you made it to this point, I just want to say thank you for for listening to every episode, for the positive feedback and the DMs, for helping us make better content and like we said at the meet and greet meet and greet y'all are our motivation Mm -hmm. so with that message i encourage you to leave as many five stars reviews on this content or on this podcast as you can on apple music on spotify make sure to follow try to talk on instagram and um tiktok we post all the shorts there so you can follow blake and i and tratter house on all the social medias um, they'll be listed up above and stay tuned for another episode. T- next week is going to be episode 14. We got Kate and McDonald on that episode. Yep. Um, he's another God fearing cowboy from Texas that loves playing football and he's a college athlete. So you'll get to hear a little bit of his story. So be excited for that episode with Kate and McDonald. Also make sure to grab some merch from, our merch store, TratterCo.com. You can buy TratterCo t-shirts. We'll put um, the link down below. Yeah, we'll put the link down below. We have a bunch of uh, new hats coming out. Be excited for that. And we have um, a new woman's shirt coming out. So be excited. Make sure to subscribe to the monthly lose- newsletter. And also, if you guys want to buy some Luciano merch, LucianoWestWear.com. So thanks again. This has been another episode of Tratter Talk. Thank you all for watching. And don't forget, smile every day and know your worth. See y'all later. See y'all.